Welcome to On The Mic With Mike. We don't always have these conversations with our loved ones, but we need to. The podcast that addresses controversial issues that affect us in the criminal justice system. Do you understand what we had to get to to carry a gun and defend ourselves? And even cultural challenges we face every day. People just love to make it about race. That's not the case. What causes you to be in a relationship that may lead to a potential domestic issue down the line? Resolve your unconscious bias and grow from an independent perspective based on facts and data. Why not use statistics in your analysis? And now your host. Do I seem like I'm on something or am I just losing it? Instructor Mike. All right, let's go on ahead and get started. What's going on? This is Instructor Mike. You can follow me on Facebook at Mike Brown or Instructor Mike on Twitter at Instructor Mike One on TikTok at Yes Mike Said It, Instagram Yes Mike Said It. Subscribe to this YouTube page, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for notifications. Let's not delay. We are going to dive into the traffic stop in Jersey Village with Patrick Royale. Stop by Jersey Village PD. He alleges that officers threatened to kill him. This is something that is important to talk about because some of the evidence is out there. Some of the evidence isn't out there. What does it all show? We'll be right back after this. What's going on, you? This is Instructor Mike. You can follow me on Facebook at Mike Brown or Instructor Mike. Follow me it on- could be you as a citizen. And you walk up and you see somebody. You look heavy. I don't know. Create special. That must be. But it's good to know that this can handle the high pressure rounds of a plenty. Make eye contact with me. He's still trying to get it open a couple of times. So chill. All right, like I said before, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe button, hit the bell for notifications. Shouts out to Fox 26 for providing this information as well as the full body camera video that we are going to view. Now, that was not courtesy of Fox 26, but without delay, Let's go on ahead and take a look at it. Now, this is for educational purposes only. Educational purposes only. Pursuant to Title 17, United States Code, Section 107, the Copyright Act, these videos and uh, other things that you are about to see are subject to use because of the fair use provisions in the Copyright Act. The fair use provisions in the Copyright Act. Let's go on ahead and dive into it. Here we go. Jersey Village man is calling for justice after being pulled over by officers there. He describes the incident as both scary and unnecessary. Body camera footage shows what happened during the traffic stop. And our Fox 26 reporter Sherman DeSell is live from the police department to tell us more about what happened. Sherman. Yeah, good evening, Jonathan. Patrick Royal tells Fox 26 that the traffic stop went bad very quickly. An activist supporting him or calling for those officers involved in that stop to be fired immediately. 
On December 22nd, Patrick Royal was stopped by a Jersey Village police officer who said Royal had a faulty brake light. The man who was driving home for his lunch break says the way officers conducted the stop was unnecessary. Put me in a full Nelson. The officer ran around the car, put the gun to my head, said I'll kill you. You can see one officer's body cam footage here. After asking Royal to step out of the car a few times, he pulls out his pepper spray. Well, then under your seatbelt and step out. Okay. In another dash cam video, Royal gets out of the car and places his cell phone on the hood. As the second officer is behind Royal, that's when a scuffle starts, and the first officer is seen pointing his weapon at Royal's head. I'll kill you. Oh, my God. You stupid I'm back over here. Field. Get on the ground. And after that, it, it went all bad. They threw me on the ground. My knees scarred up, had me in the cop car, ran through my car, vandalized it, didn't find nothing. It was just all unnecessary. Since the first video was released by Dr. Candace Matthews and Quanell X, the department says that didn't show the full incident. Police say additional video shows the man attempted to reach back into the vehicle at the time. But Royal is heard on camera saying that his phone was falling from the hood of the car, which you can also see happening. Hands on your head. This is why the importance of the George Floyd Act is very important. This is why you need to do away with qualified immunity. This is why you need to have in place when an officer see another officer that's on duty with them doing something out of pocket, they need to do something and say something. Activists are standing with Royal for action in this incident, which police say is under review. This young man is maybe 120 pounds soaking wet, but when you watch the conduct of these deputies, you will see they had it in their heart to kill this young man if he made one simple move that they could justify taking his life. So the police department shared those videos with us, those additional videos of that incident. Lieutenant Keel with the police department says that they are currently reviewing all of them. And if they find that any policies were violated, they will forward it to the Internal Affairs Division. Reporting from Jersey Village, Sherman DeSalle, Fox 26 News. All right. So what we're going to do is <coughs> we're going to go right into the body cam footage. We're going to go right into the body cam footage the whole video on the body cam. Now, what you saw on the news program was the dash cam. And there are some things that we have to look at because you have Graham versus Connor, which talks about the objective reasonableness of the force used. <coughs> Sorry about that. And then you have Tennessee versus Gardner, which talks about, you know, flea and felling, using deadly force, things like that. Graham would be appropriate here because we're looking at it from the mindset of the police officer and his vantage point or her vantage point at the time of their actions. And so I hope this video does provide a little bit of education. Now, I will tell you this, viewer discretion is advised. There are some things that the officer could have done that was better. And we're going to watch the video. We're going to go back and then talk about those things. Without further delay, here we go. Going. Corporal Polster, Jersey Village Police. The uh, reason why you're being stopped right now, dude, is because um, the freaking, uh, whenever the, the brake light back there is out. You got three brake lights, right? Oh, I have no brake lights on. Okay. I can see them right through the light. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you got x-ray vision. You got your driver's license with you? I am the supervisor. I am the supervisor. I am the supervisor. I am the supervisor. 
Nobody can. It is. Okay. Okay. Who's whose car is this, man? Hey, Royal, listen, man. This is you right now with a little shovel. You're digging yourself a little hole. So why don't you stop? I watched you. You did all that. Yeah, I did. What's your point? What's your point? What's your point? Of course, you, you, got, you got no reason to pull me over. Okay. My life's work. I, I okay. I gave you everything you asked okay. for. So you're gonna end up going to jail over this if you don't stop. No, you, you are. I'm not going to okay. I gave you everything. You're, you you're not complying with my lawful request for you on a traffic stop. You know I wasn't doing nothing wrong. You followed me the whole way. I stopped at all the stop signs, turn, signal, all that. Mm-hmm. But, but you steady follow me all the way over here for nothing. Mm-hmm. Talking about a brake light. I, I, I can see my brake light as soon as I push it. All three of them work. That one, that one, and this one. I know that. It's, it, you can see it right here. You see that? It's blinking. I hope you bring the supervisor because I know you're not the supervisor. I just talked to the supervisor. Oh, who's that? I paid all my tickets. Who's the supervisor? Not policy. Step out. Get out the car. All right. Get out the car. You're gonna get pepper sprayed. Man, you ain't gonna pepper spray me. Well, then undo your seatbelt and step out. Okay. All right. Cool. Step out, keeping your hands where we can see him. Pat him down. Oh, we'll fucking kill you. Oh, my God. You stupid motherfucker. Oh, we'll fucking kill you. Oh, my God. You stupid motherfucker. Oh, we'll fucking kill you. Oh, my God. You stupid motherfucker. Bring him back over here. Get on the fucking ground. Hold on, 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 hold what happened as it was now this is the dash cam footage right here the dash cam footage okay this is where i want to start and then we're going to go on ahead and go right into and my screen is over here even though the picture is over there okay so that's what i'm looking at so when we start this right here is the officer the corporal right the corporal is right here and so there's another officer who never said a word. We don't hear anything like that. Of course, we didn't see his body camera, right? But they clearly have him getting out of the car, okay? Now, I do have things to say about this, Corporal, and we're going to get there, okay? Another dashcam video. Royal gets out of the car. He gets out of the car. He's got the phone in his right hand, okay? Now, look at the officer at his vantage point. He's, is he in front or is he behind? and places his cell phone on the hood. As the second officer is behind Royal, that's when a scuffle... Okay, so let's slow this down, okay? Let's slow this down. I'm not trying to justify anything. I'm not trying to not justify anything. I just want to look at things for what they are from the vantage point, the point of view of the persons who are on the scene. Let's back up for a minute. Here we go. He puts his phone... On top of the hood, instead of placing it maybe right here. Fix this real quick. Sorry about that. Instead of it placing it right here, <laughs> he may be recording. So he places it right here. And of course, that's not 
really a stable place to put it. Here we go. Out of the car and places his cell phone on the hood as the second officers behind Royal. All right, so what's happening? Here we go. You got the phone right here. You got him controlling both hands. Left hand touching left hand, right hand touching right hand, right here. All right, here we go. That's now, do you think, right here, let's back it up. The phone does fall into the car. Do you think this officer, maybe he could see it, maybe he can't. So I'm on the fence in the middle about that, right? But look at this officer right here. Now, insofar as you know, let me ask you this. Did they search the interior of his vehicle? No, not yet. They did later on in the stop. But did they search the interior of his vehicle? No, they did not. So they can reasonably articulate that there's the possibility that a gun could still be inside and that he could be going to retrieve it. This is not uncommon, right? Now, we know, having looked at the video, to see the phone went into the car, and that's what he was diving for. That's not uncommon, too. But what is this officer and this officer looking at? Probably not that phone. They just see him doing this. That's when a scuffle starts and the first officer is seen pointing his weapon at Royal's head. Now, <clears throat> is that something I would suggest that anybody do is point the gun directly at somebody's head? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There were other things that he could have done, other things that he could have done to change. I mean, you got two of them and one of him. You didn't even have to really pull out your gun, right? You didn't have to threaten that you were going to delete him, right? Now, I get it in the excited moment of that situation, you doing it. Because I've done the job. You see what I'm saying? I get why you did it. That fear of losing your life because of something. I get it. I totally get it. Right? But you're probably going to have some issues regarding that statement and those actions. Okay? Uh, let's continue. I want to get to the next video. <laughs> Traffic stop. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm going to play this on regular speed. Corporal Polster, Jersey Village Police. Uh, reason why you're being stopped right now, dude, is because um, the freaking uh, whatever the the brake light back there is out. You got three brake lights, right? I have no brake lights on. Okay. I can see them right. Light. I'm glad you. I'm glad you got X-ray vision. You got your driver's license with you. First two things I have a problem with are the dialogue. Right. One, he introduces himself and says a legitimate reason that is in 
every state's vehicle code as to why you stop a person, right? I always say, do not debate with the officer on the streets, take it to the courts. You don't know what kind of officer you're dealing with, just like the officer doesn't know what kind of motorist they are dealing with, right? And so <clears throat> being the type of person who teaches putting your hands on the steering wheel on 11, right? That's for an officer who approaches on the driver's side. For the passenger side, I teach too, right? This officer approached on the passenger side. I teach nailing, gluing, not literally, but in your mind, your hands to that steering wheel. Why? I don't want my hands to move around like his hands are doing, right? He also points to his mirror. Now, maybe in the car that he has, which is a Mercury Marauder, a more high-end version, I don't know cars, but I'm just assuming, a high-end version of an older Ford Crown Victoria, right? A more sporty version, right? Uh, and so I, apparently he's pointing to the mirrors because either he's looking in the mirror at the reflection of something, or maybe there's some indicators on the mirror that shows that the brake lights are working. But let me ask you this question. Is it possible that the indicators may be working, but the brake lights could still be out, right? So what I would like to have seen is this police officer walk towards the back of the vehicle and ask the motorist. Now, this is dangerous, right? Because there's another context to this, right? Ask the motorist, step on your brake, turn your turn signal on to the left, to the right, throw your hazards on. I would have liked to have gotten that in my body camera to show that I was willing to listen. I was willing to extend the courtesy. Now, that could come at a risk. If he is, in fact, armed, right, and he has intentions to hurt, shoot, whatever, right, the officer is putting himself at a vulnerable position during that time because you're doing equipment checks and not looking at the motorist to make sure that, you know, he's not a danger to you and or others and or the public. Right. So let's continue. Here we go. I am the supervisor. I am the supervisor. I am the supervisor. Now, he did not ask three times. This is the edited video, the edited video, likely by the Quanell X Candace Matthews camp, who's advocating for this young man, right? So this is the edited video. We don't know that he asked three times, but he did ask for a supervisor. The officer stated he was a supervisor. He gave the rank of corporal. I have been a corporal before. I have been a street supervisor and a watch commander. It's smaller departments. It's like that. So this is what happens when people don't take the time to actually learn right structures, to actually learn the differences in major city departments versus minor or smaller city departments. Yes, a corporal could easily be a street supervisor, beat supervisor, watch commander, right? Interchangeable titles. That is not uncommon. It's not always a sergeant. It's not always a lieutenant. Let's continue. It is. Okay. Okay. Whose car is this, man? Hey, Royal, listen, man. This is you right now with a little shovel. You're digging yourself a little hole. So why don't you stop? Yeah, I watched you. You did all that. Yeah, I did. What's your point? Yeah, I did. Royal, listen, man. This is you right now with a little His hands disappearing right here. I am not a fan of those hands disappearing. I am not a fan of those hands disappearing. 
right here. I want those hands to always be visible. Now, whether you think you a slave or go get shot by the I'll leave that to you for you to have your reasons as to why. Just keep your hands and the palms visible, right? Let's continue. Obviously, you're talking about a match between two people, two egos. You can't out-ego an ego. Did you hear what I said? You cannot out-ego an ego. Let's continue. Shovel, you're digging yourself a little hole. And so why don't you stop me? I watched you. You did all that. Yeah, I did. And I'll, I'll drive. What's your point? I don't. I ain't What's your point? Wrong. What's your point? You forced. You, you got. You got no reason to pull me over. All okay. my life's work. I, I okay. That. I gave you everything you asked okay. for. So you're gonna end up going to jail over this if you don't stop. You, you are. Okay. I gave you everything. You're, you're not complying with my lawful request for you on the traffic subject. You know I wasn't doing nothing wrong. You followed me the whole way. I stopped at all the stop signs, turn signal, all that. Mm -hmm. but, but you steady followed me all the way over here for nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a brake light. I, I, I can see my brake lights when I push it. All three of them work. That one down. Don't these sound like arguments for the court? Don't these sound like arguments for the court? Right? Here we go. Look at how fast these hands are moving. That one, that one, and this one. I know that. Look at how fast those hands are moving. So for them to allege that he wanted to kill him, I'm just, without shame or judgment, right? I'm not a police apologist. I mean, I don't care what people are going to say in the comments, right? I'm in the middle. I'm not conservative or liberal, not Republican or Democrat. I'm an independent. Depends upon what the issue is. That's the side I lead to. And I lead to the facts. I lead to what's here. I lead to my training, education, experience, right? His hands are moving fast. If he was a trigger-happy cop, how many times would this motorist have been shot, gun-drawn? In fact, you don't see a gun drawn at all yet, that. You can see it right here. You see that? It's blinking. And don't get me wrong. This motorist has every reason to be upset. Why? Because you are entitled to your feelings. They are yours. What do your feelings make sense? Are they reasonable? Now that's another story. But your feelings are yours. You are entitled to them. You may not always be entitled to your facts. In fact, you're not entitled to your facts. Let's continue. Bring the supervisor, I know you're not the supervisor. I just talked to the supervisor. Oh, who's that? I paid all my tickets. Who's the supervisor? Not positive. Step out. Get out the car. Now, you notice it wasn't until he said the supervisor's actual name did he tell him to get out the car. I still don't see a reason to pull him out the car. Why didn't you just go back and write the ticket for the uh, rear plate, rear light citation? I'm just saying. Just because you're the police doesn't mean you have to create conflict. And not every officer does this, but clearly this is an ego match. This is an ego match. Let's continue. All right. Get out the car. You're going to get pepper spray. Now, he brings out pepper spray. As a use of force instructor, I can tell you, <coughs> excuse me, that pepper spray is an intermediate weapon usually used towards someone 
who's displaying active aggression or taking a step down active resistance. Active aggression, okay, let me explain. So active resistance is when you have a person who is physically trying to defeat the arrest. Physically, they're pulling away from the officer. They're not trying to fight the officer. They're trying to defeat the arrest, right? You might get hard control tactics, arm bars, takedowns, you know, certain things, be, you know, joint, you know, there's other stuff you could use. You might be able to use or introduce these type of agents, a baton, you know, stuff like that for an active resistor. It just depends. But then you've got an active aggressor where this person is not only trying to defeat the arrest, they're trying to defeat the arrest by harming you. That's when you see your taser usage, your pepper spray, things like that, uh, your batons, your, you know, things that will cause great bodily harm to the person resisting trying to harm you. See, that's the caveat. Not just resistance, but trying to harm you, showing active aggression. Here I see pepper spray deployed, but no active aggression. Active aggression. If anything, what I see here is a verbally talkative passive resistor. What does that mean? Somebody who's acting like a dead weight, who doesn't want to get out the car. Is pepper spray warranted? Let's go. Spray. Man, you ain't gonna pepper spray me. Well, then under your seatbelt and step out. Okay. All right, cool. Step out, keeping your hands where we can see them. Pat him down. Oh, I'll fucking kill you. Oh, my God. You stupid motherfucker. I'll fucking kill you. Oh, my God. You stupid motherfucker. Bring I'll oh, fucking kill you. Oh, my God. You stupid motherfucker. Bring him back over here. Down. Get on the fucking ground. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going down. On the fucking ground. I'm on the ground. I'm on the ground. 58 South Spalding. All right. Yeah. And you could clearly tell uh, in that given situation. You could clearly tell in that given situation by him saying, I'm going to effing delete you. I'm going to effing delete you. You could clearly tell in that situation that they are obviously under stress during this whole entire time with those hands moving around all about in the car. You did not see this officer pull the firearm. Then from that vantage point, seeing him go back inside of the car. Now we, those who have viewed the body camera, we know why he went back in the car. And the person even stated, Mr. Royal, he, I believe that's his name. He even stated, my phone fell, my phone fell. But here's what happens when people don't understand about policing. In police training, we get so many videos thrown at us. Oh, it's just so crazy. Thrown at us. That makes us really feel unnerved, if that's the right term, and definitely alert and aware about the times of past where motorists have gone back to their car and they have gotten weapons and so i'm going to show you one video i would be remiss if i did not show you this video those of you in law enforcement you will know this video 
because it is a video that we get trained on all the time. If we get trained on this video all the time. Now, let's see. It might be age-restricted. Okay. Hold on. Give me one minute because I, wa I want you to see this. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I want you to see this. This is about, I can't even, as much as I want to say it, I'm not going to say it. Try to see if it'll play. It won't even play. It won't even show. Come on. I'm going to find it. Give me one minute, y'all. Give me one minute. I can't, I can't stop this. But this is a very important video. It is about Kyle Dickheller. I believe I said his name right. Kyle Dickheller. Uh, this, is, this is really something. Let me see. I don't want to play that, play that, play that. Oh, yes, good. Let's see how much of this it will allow me to show. Okay. So let's get to it. Those of you all who remember, right, you remember this face. This is Deputy Kyle Dickheller, okay? <coughs> Deputy Kyle Dickheller. You know, you get people who don't understand about traffic stops, and they will say, had it been a black person, this person would have gotten shot sooner. But a white person, they will give this person a chance. You might have some validity in certain circumstances to that statement. I'm not going to debate you on that. Let's watch this. Officers, and with all of the rumors and false stories circulating around Dean Keller's name, Schaefer wanted to show the world who Dean Keller really was as a person before that tragic night. He says with so many police deaths happening around the country, it's an emotional piece hearing from the people who knew him best. If you're not related to the police officers or if you're not from those communities, it can become easy to, to move on from those situations. But for the families and for the communities and for the departments that lose those police officers, <coughs> that's a huge impact that doesn't go away. So 20 years later, as friends and family. OK, now this is an important video to watch. That wasn't what I was trying to put up there. I'm sorry. I did not. That story just came to mind. Uh, that I was thinking about it. I was trying to put it up so that you all could see. Just bear with me for a minute because I know the video is out here on YouTube. Uh, it's hard to watch. So let me see. Let me put the name in right and that might help me because uh, I know the video. Is this it? This might be it. Hold on for a minute. Yeah, that's the funeral. That's the funeral. That's the funeral. That's the funeral. 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 Does it show the video? Does it show the video? Give me one minute. Yes, it does. Yes, yes, yes. All right, good. Not good that what happened to him, but it shows the video. We are going to watch it, okay? Let me put it up here. Because, you know, when we are trained in this type of stuff, and yes, this video is old, uh, but when you look at this video, <clears throat> this video and others like it, you'll understand, maybe you'll understand why that cop did what he did. <clears throat> Anybody that watches this tape and doesn't have problems sleeping at night, and I'm not one for that. This is probably the only thing in my career of 14 years 
who just kept me up. And that tape did it. Remember Kyle laughing? Remember him cracking jokes? He always had something good to say. He just didn't expect for this to happen when it did. Nobody did. He was a people person. He, he was uh, real good to the public. Which All right, so apparently I'm not able to find this video. Uh, wait a minute. Hold, hold on, hold on. Maybe I am. No, I'm not able to find this video. Okay, you all might have to uh, look it up on your own. I know I've definitely played this video multiple times during my classes, but uh, it's Kyle Dakeheller. So what happened was on the traffic stop, uh, he was pulled over on a rural road where uh, the guy then just suddenly gets out of the car. He starts dancing around, dancing around, and the officer said, get back in the car, get back in the car, get back in the car. You know, uh, then he sees the guy going back into the car and, you know, the guy says, I'm a Vietnam combat veteran, you know, and Kyle still doesn't pull out the car, uh, the gun or anything or take any type of action towards this man. This man comes out with what appeared to be, uh, I don't know the make and model of the rifle, but I know it was a rifle and uh, he shot at, you know, you could hear Kyle Dinkheller saying, put the gun down now. Put the gun down now. Put the gun down now. And he doesn't put the gun down. And the guy told you he was a Vietnam combat veteran. And so what happened is because Deputy Dinkheller allowed him to go back into the car and get the rifle, giving him too many chances, too many chances. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I wish I could make this up, but too many chances. Uh... What, let me see, Clint. So I think that's his name. Too many chances uh, to actually comply is where you have uh, the issue where officers are afraid in certain cases to allow a person to go back into the car. You know, uh, hold on for a minute. I want to show you another video. This is another video. That actually, oh, uh, yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect right there. So he's responding. Uh, and some of you all heard it. So you already know what I'm about to play. This is a situation right here. Uh, that's just a tad bit more recent where you've got an officer, black officer, Quincy Smith, out of Estill, South Carolina, where he's given this person who is alleged to have gotten into a disorderly conduct or some other kind of disturbance. The police was called on him. And they were asking for somebody with a red bandana. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to slow down the playback speed because it's important for you to watch things, you know, slow. Because sometimes we watch things fast and we don't see the context, you know, uh, of what happened because it just happened so fast. Let's go on ahead and watch this uh, and see how many times he tells him to take his hands out of his pocket. Now, most people are one handed, right handed. So since most people excuse me, are right-handed, is it fair to assume he has a firearm in his hand? Is it fair to assume he can be unarmed? Both are fair assumptions. Which one are you willing to bet your life on? Let's go. Um, <laughs> 
I'm Now he's holding the taser, which is an X26 taser by Axon International, in what hand? He's holding it in his right hand, right? Now we don't know if he's right or left handed, but most people are right hand. So if in fact he's right handed, he doesn't even have the right tool in the right hand. He has the wrong tool in the right hand. See, some people, I'm a former taser instructor, some people have been taught to cross body carry. So they grab it with their right hand, but what they're doing is they're missing the training value in their left hand by doing support side carry, support side deployment, and then your firearm strong side carry, strong side deployment, right? You become ambidextrous because you're training both hands. That's either here nor there. For somebody who has his hand in his pocket and you don't know if it's a gun or not, you come out with a taser. Now, what's the problem <laughs> with him coming out with this taser? Those of you all who are former taser users or current taser users, you know the probe is not going to be able to penetrate through this type of clothing that he wears, thereby making the use of this tool ineffective against that clothing. That stuff matters. Let's continue. I'm not, now, I got to freeze it right here, but look at it. He shoots Officer Smith. Officer Smith does get shot. He does survive this. But those of you all who are taser users, you know the taser was discharged. Why? You can see the plume of smoke right here. And those of you all who know your tasers, who had the X-26 taser back in the day, you know this is the XP-25 cartridge. You know that because of the, gr the green blast doors. So the taser was discharged against a person who had a gun. Right? This is one of the reasons why, because of incidents like this, people ask for body cameras so much, right? I was wearing body cameras before it was fashionable, but people ask for body cameras so much. In fact, the very same camera system Quincy Smith had on his face is the very same one I would use constantly in my traffic stops, right? Because I know I need evidence for court, right? And so now we get to see, as we have been seeing, why it's possible in that particular stop, based on what the officers could see at that time, <laughs> just because he say he's going for his phone, they don't know that. They can't take that chance. Why? Because you see in videos like this, what happens when you do take a chance? Nine times out of 10, Quincy Smith thought that I am not going to be responsible for the death of another black man at the hands of law enforcement. I am going to do different. That's laudable. But not everybody in the streets shares your sentiment. In fact, they want you to do different now, there are some areas that are in need of reform. I am not, I am not, you know, unaware of these facts. But in certain situations like this, oh, no. 
should have gone down just a tad bit differently. And this is what happens when you take chances. You risk your life, especially if those chances are unnecessary chances, right? So let's close it out. What would I have liked to have seen in these given situations? I would have liked to have seen dropping the ego. I would have liked to have seen walking back towards the rear of the car, as long as you can safely do so. We see that another officer is there on the scene. We don't know if the officer was there at the time of the stop or if the officer had been there or had arrived there a little bit later. But provided you got your back up there, hey, sir, would you go on ahead and just step on the brake? Get that in the camera. Left signal, okay, cool. Right signal, okay, cool. Get it on the camera, it doesn't work. You see what I'm saying? You gotta have an evidentiary mindset. You gotta have it. I would have liked to have seen the motorist stop the, don't get me wrong. You've got a right to defend yourself, but there's always three things, time, place, and manner. The traffic stop is never the place to debate an officer whose intellect you don't know, whose education you don't know, whose childhood trauma you don't know, whose motives you don't know. You see what I'm saying? DC5, DC5, write it down, DC5. Don't create conflict. Creating comprehension of your communication. Why'd I say five? Take away the don't. You got five C's. Don't create conflict. Create a comprehension of your communication. Create distance. Distance. DC5 CD. Now, you can't create distance physically and verbally on the traffic stop, right? But you can stop with the arguing and only answer certain questions. People make fun of me in my videos. Why am I doing this? Well, you see, I haven't been dragged out of the car. In context, it depends on where you are in the country. You might get different outcomes. I'm aware of that. But there's a reason why I teach what I teach. In my opinion, they both were right and they both were wrong. Did the officer threaten to delete him? Yes. If it gets thrown into the court under the circumstances, might it be seen as reasonable if it could be reasonably articulated? I don't know. We'll have to see. Right? Would something be done about it at the Supreme Court level? Hardly. Because they don't want to take away the human factor in these officers who have to deal with rapidly evolving, changing situations that could cause a person to say something that sounds abhorrent, but other circumstances could be warranted. I tried to write, it didn't work. Would I have liked to see the office, the uh, motorist, not get into an ego match? Sure. Would I have liked to see the officer not take it personal because he asked for a higher ranking supervisor than you? Sure. Both sides can learn something from this. Because at present, we still don't know if the taillight was out. Granted, took it to court, judge threw it out. It's a petty ticket, right? Here's another thing I remember. If you're going to put hands on them, 
they got to be arrested. You don't put hands on somebody and take them down for resisting and not charge them with it. You got to charge them with it. But I don't know. I don't know how that police department works. All right, y'all. This program has been sponsored by, here we go, here we go, here we go. You know, I got to go on ahead, puppets. You know, I got to go on ahead, puppets. Let me make sure I put it up there right. I hope you all are having a great day. I hope you all are having an awesome day. Uh, sorry about that. One minute. I'm going to take up too much more of your time. Too much more of your time. You all have been awesome already. All right, here we go. This program has been sponsored by MikeBrownsBooks.com. <coughs> MikeBrownsBooks.com. I do have a plethora of books online, uh, and you can go to Amazon if you want to. But to support the channel, I would love it if you went to MikeBrownsBooks.com. You can go to Steve the Bee and Little Frankie Talk Behavior and Feelings. I do have an audio book which includes 11 books from real-world affirmations to teaching your children and not just doing for them to everything about patience, right? You all have seen some of my content where I've been doing a lot of mentoring of children. That stuff matters, right? Here we go. My Black Life Matters. It's not the Black Lives Matter movement. That is not what it is. So don't let that trigger you. Don't let that trigger you, okay? This is about a group of Black kids who are not being heard by their parents and they decide to get together and be a group that cares about each other until the parents actually listen to their needs and concerns, right? What I tell myself about no, you know, they, they hate that word no, but you got to teach them why no is important. Staying on track, you know, whose fault, not mine. Teach them about responsibility. What I tell myself about self-protection, you know, my books have been seen on CBS, Fox, NBC, reviewed by Kirkus, Publishers Weekly, uh, the book life section of it. This is my first book, What I Tell Myself First, right? Uh, other books in the series, just go on ahead and take a look. Find a book that you like. The book is only $5. How about now? Talks about traffic stops. Talks about traffic stops. He wants to be a police officer. His dad says the police are going to K-I-L-L-U. What is the outcome? Does he survive? Of course he does. You know I'm not going to write that he doesn't survive in there, right? Get that book. Here we go. Whose fault not mine? They said they never even got him in Spanish too, right? A plethora of workbooks, uh, even the coloring books. Teach your children real world self-esteem, right? Coloring activity books. Mommy, daddy, please teach me. I also have journals for your children. What I teach my children daily, what my parents teach me. You all can journal your daily activities together, spend time together. What I learned in school, right? Here we go. The trouble analysis. And I just released one that I got to put on here, the family credit report. I even have inpatient patients in Braille. I also have book sets available. All right, here we go. Other relevant books stuck in. You get it. The after, hey, why do grownups have babies? I'm just saying, I have a lot, lot of books on here and all of them are only $5, only $5, okay? So check it out, check it out, check it out. MikeBrownsBooks.com. This is Instructor Mike and you've been trained. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Mike Brown or Instructor Mike on Instagram and TikTok at Yes Mike Said It on Twitter. Twitter handle's been right there. I'm trying to point to it. Right there, right there this entire time. Twitter, Instructor Mike 1. 
subscribe to this YouTube page, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for notifications. Make sure you take care of each other, take care of yourselves, get your butt in someone's concealed carry course. It is no one's job to protect you, but you. I'll see ya. What's going on, you? This is Instructor Mike. You can follow me on Facebook at Mike Brown or Instructor Mike. Follow it me on could be you as a citizen, and you walk up and you see somebody. You look heavy. I don't know. Special. That must be. But it's good to know that this can handle the high pressure rounds of a bloody. Make eye contact with me. He's still trying to get it open a couple of times. So tail.